I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! Jeez! He's round the goalkeeper, he's done it! Absolutely incredible! He launched himself six feet into the crowd and Kung Fu kicked a supporter who was without a shadow of a doubt giving him lip. The Premier League Round. Football on TV and radio. Football places. All things miscellaneous. The iconic cliches round. Featuring made-up refs, a bafflingly prolific player of the month winner, Keezy's associate Ant, Andy Gray's wedding, the most forgettable managers of all time, discerning stadium reviews, Stuart Pearce's favourite things about England, and a thrilling battle right up until the very end. Brought to your ears by Goalhanger Podcasts, this is the Football Clichés Quiz 9. Hello everyone and welcome to Football Clichés. I'm Charlie Eccleshare and joining me for this very special edition of Football Clichés is first, Adam Hurry. Adam, how's it going? I'm alright, thanks. Really looking forward to defending my title here. Joining you for this very special edition is Dave Walker. Dave, how are you? I'm good. Finally, I get the chance to participate in the Football Clichés quiz and take on Adam, no less. I think my credentials are burnished by my relatively recent appearance on the Career We Go podcast, mm. or the Friends of the Cl- Football Clichés pods, those lads, where I bettered Adam Hurry's score when he, from, from when he went on that pod a few Ooh. months before. So It's a good quiz, really solid quizzes. Um, Very so that interesting. Is, that's a feather in your cap. Yeah, I've, I always thought of um, Dave as a kind of like, you know, who's, the, who's that pleasant sort of Italian guy who, who takes the balls out of the pots for UEFA draws? He's like a Ranieri impersonator. Yeah, Giorgio Marchetti. And I've just Googled him. And one of the top results was um, a tabloid article saying, who is Champions League draw star Giorgio <laughs> Marchetti? <laughs> so he's SEO friendly. So that's the level that Dave has reached in the cliches quiz so far. You've been sucked in. Also, Dave, very special day for you as well. 150th appearance. Wow. On the Football Clichés podcast. Oh, wow. That is a landmark indeed. Um, you've not done a graphic for me, Adam. No. You should have had one ready. Like we were talking <laughs> about Mo Salah's goals the other day. Get the graphic ready. Your face at the front, slightly more ghostly images of you in the background yeah. celebrating. But you won't have anything to celebrate today, mate. How would that be broken down as well? Adjudication panels, 11s, MHDs. He's done the lot. He's done the lot. He's seen it all. So is that going to give Dave extra motivation? Or or added pressure. I mean, one of the lads quite literally did tell him before. So. <laughs> <laughs> Though I don't think he thought it was a wind-up. He seemed to accept it pretty readily. Adam, how are you feeling going into this? Are you, you confident you could be the only the second person to ever defend this title? I feel extra pressure because it's the cliches quiz. I think if it was any average quiz, I'd be I'd be philosophical about my chances. My bottle is so easily lost in in these psychological circumstances. So, but cuz it's the cliches quiz, I feel like it will be up my street more than Dave Walker's. That's it. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, yeah, that that helped you along last time against Michael Cox. And just just for a quick recap on the history of uh, the Football Clichés Quiz. This is its ninth iteration and it was, for, for a long time, the title no one could defend. First of all, three years ago, Ollie Kay beat George Culkin 
So that was the first one. Then Ollie was beaten by Jack Pitt Brook, who in turn was beaten by me. I then lost to James Moore, who succumbed to Michael Cox. Coxie became the first person to defend the title when he beat me. A lesser person would point out here that I was extremely baby-brained after the recent birth of my second child and was in no state to be quizzing. But anyway, that took us to the most recent edition when Adam, making his debut, won an absolute thriller against Coxie. I mean, it really was one where, I mean, you couldn't write that script. You just couldn't. So, should we get underway? Yeah, let's do it. So as with previous quizzes, there are five different rounds uh, with different themes. Some of the themes are the same as last time. Some aren't. You might spot a couple of themes popping up throughout or one theme, really. Keys and Grey. Anyway, the first round is safe ground for us, the Premier League. And Adam, as the defending champion, you will go first. Okay, so I am going to name four people. Three of them are legitimate refs who have each refed a Premier League game this season. Great round. One of these people is made up. You have to tell me which of these is the made up one. No problem. Okay. Yep. Tony Harrington, Graham Thomas, Darren Bond, and Josh Smith. It's Graham Thomas. That is correct. Graham Thomas is made up. Not only did I know it was wrong, I also saw the logic in how you'd made it as well. Oh, I've gone for Graham. Well, you thought it was a Graham Scott sort of uh, tribute. <laughs> I just thought you thought Graham's a really referee name. Oh, that's fine. It's fine. Graham is a very referee name. Yeah, I thought... Uh, <laughs> you you go Graham, G-R-A-E-M-E. I didn't. I should have done oh, that for my own amusement. I can't believe off. I didn't do that. I thought Josh... I mean, you obviously know these and fair play to you. I'd never heard of any of Darren Bond, Josh Smith and Tony Harrington. Wouldn't have been super sure about Josh but I wouldn't have thought that you would have gone down that route. Good logic, yeah, because Josh Smith, to me, did not sound like a referee name. No, League One footballer. I also was going to give this question to Dave, but I thought these are all quite championshipy people, so he might actually know them as well. From uh, But anyway, that's one point to Adam. Dave, your question is about Premier League managers. And this is maybe a bit meta, but which manager is the least guest answer on the Sporkle quiz of all-time Premier League managers? And this is from a sample size of more than 2,500. And you'll get you'll get options. Okay, it's a Sporkle quiz I've done more than once myself, I have to say. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. The options are Mark McGee of Leicester City, Velomir Zayec of Portsmouth, John Dean of Norwich City, or Dave Merrington of Southampton. Oh, that's a great, it's a great selection. I didn't know this data would be available. How do you know which is the least guessed? You can see that on any Sporkle quiz. Is that right? You can get the numbers, which is great, yeah. Right. This is a great example of multiple choice making it harder for me because as soon as you said the question, I had a name in my head and he is one of the four, but the other three are equally plausible. But I'm going to stick with what came into my head first of all, and that's Velomir Zayec. It's incorrect, I'm afraid. <sighs> It was John Dean of Norwich City. But all of those four were right in the mix. Yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised Zayech is remembered yeah. more. Though I also had completely forgotten John Dean. I believe he was a manager when they got relegated uh, in 94-95. There was no happy ending at Norwich for John Dean. He stepped down with five matches still to go. Zayech is very streets won't forget, isn't he? Because he's Portsmouth. He's a bit Barclays sort of banter. So yeah, I guess so. Question two is uh, an homage to another quiz, I suppose. It's Happy Hunting Grounds. Yes! Always wanted to go. So I don't have access to the spreadsheet for obvious reasons. So I don't actually know if these are... I'd be curious to know if they are sort of categorised in the same way. But Adam, yours, and this is... We can stick to that format. Half a point if you get a scorer. As you know, for ease, it's just a point. You need to get the scorer and the season. One point on offer. Adam, yours is Liverpool at the King Power. Could have done Philbert. 
Easy. King Power less so. Not picturing much here at all. If we're including Walker Stadium, which we obviously are, I can't picture a single Liverpool goal there. So I'm going to have to take the coward's way out. I'm going to say Mo Salah. 1819. September the 1st, 2018, Leicester 1, Liverpool 2. Sadio Mane put Liverpool ahead in the 10th minute. Roberto Firmino doubled oh, their lead. Oh, Mane oh, would have been a better away day idea, actually. Ah, annoyed. annoyed. Sound, like, you, got, you got two of the three there getting their goals, but not your man. So it's a zero, I'm afraid. Dave, yours is Chelsea at the London Stadium. Uh, have they played there this season? Going to go for... Jorginho, I can, I can, I can picture Jorginho scoring a penalty there, which could be completely wrong, but that's just that's just in my head. So Jorginho in 1819. That game finished West Ham nil, Chelsea nil. Oh, I'm afraid. Poor from right. us. They have played this season. Uh, Chukwemeka scored the goal for Chelsea in a three-one defeat. Oh. I think there have been the same number of games, or more or less, played for those two teams at those stadiums. So I thought that was uh, a close enough match. Both level two on the spreadsheet, I can confirm. Are they? Oh, so please. nicely chosen. Although, okay. um, poor from both of us. Okay, so Adam leads 1-0. Question three. Adam, manager of the month themed questions mm. here. How okay. many Watford managers have won the Premier League manager of the month award? <laughs> Any of them made it past a month? <laughs> I'll go for two. Two Watford managers are one manager of the month. That is correct. <laughs> oh, wow. Kike Sanchez, Flores and Javi Gracia. That is also correct, yeah. So Adam moves to a 2-0 advantage, but Dave has a question in hand. Dave, which player has won Premier League's Player of the Month three times while playing for West Brom, putting him joint 17th with the likes of Ruud van Nistelrooy, Sadio Mane and Gareth Bale? Won it three times while playing for West Brom. That's a great question. You can imagine a West Brom player having a great month, a worldie of a month. <laughs> um, but, but winning it three times. God, who are their like really who's the best players? Lukaku had a great season for them, but you can't you can't win it three. He surely didn't win Player of the Month three times in one season. Who's their most notable player? You just think West Brom. You think journeyman strikers, British defenders. That's an unbelievable question. Uh, I'm going to go... I've really got no idea here. I'm really struggling, but I'm going to go for Silo Berahino. That's a good shout. That almost makes more sense than the actual answer, I'm afraid. This this blew my mind too. The answer is Peter Odomwingi. Peter, do you feel disappointed by how you've been treated by West Brom? No, no. Fine. West Brom is my home, but it's a new chapter to start in my life. You know, I love West Brom and always will. But... How excited are you? Ah, okay. He won three it times. three times out of 15. In, I mean, there was a period where he was winning it one in five player of the months were going to him. September 2010, April 2011 and February 2012. Extraordinary sequence. Fair play. Sometimes so tenuous, aren't they, though, players a month? They just think, nah. I guess he must have just timed each of those little runs perfectly. Not a huge amount of competition, maybe, and uh, condensed it all into one month. Anyway, Adam needs 2-0. Adam, question four for you. Mm-hmm. After Everton... Which team has conceded the most goals in Premier League history? From memory, I know this; these statistics tend to work on basically who's played the most seasons but hasn't been great, consistently great. That gets me down to Spurs and Villa. Now, I know Villa have had at least one season out of the Premier League, which I wonder. Aston Villa. It's Tottenham Hotspur. Oh! <laughs> That's so annoying. Oh, is... it's pro- Villa had at least... They had two seasons out, didn't they, actually? Yeah, Villa... There are a, a couple down on that. 
Yeah, Spurs second, Villa a fifth. I would have gone for Spurs. I have to say. Yes, yeah, quite porous, famously as well, aren't they? Mm. Damn it. Dave, your question. After Everton, which team has lost the most games in Premier League history? Similar question. I really need one. I need to get off the mark. So who's been in it the most, but been bad enough to lose plenty of games? David James. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth Barry, David James. Chelsea. It's West Ham, I'm oh. afraid. Okay, can you get off the mark here? If you do, you'll go ahead because there are three points at stake in this one. Carrying on a theme uh, from the last couple of quizzes, uh, this is a name round, but it's a name we haven't done before. The name is Adam, and all you need to do is name a player to have played in the Premier League called Adam. I will not accept Adamas. Sudden death, Adam, you go first. Adam Johnson. Get it out of the way. You may as well. <laughs> It's an answer. You've got to use him. It's got to be good for something. Uh, yes, that is one. Adam Clayton. Yes, that is one. Adam Bogdan. Adam Bogdan, yep. Uh, Adam Armstrong. Yes. Didn't look beyond Adam Bogdan. I should say, by the way, if it's uh, if Adam gets one wrong and then Dave gets one wrong, it's zero. No one gets the points. Sure. Adam Tanner. Who? Yes. Ipswich. Adam Tanner, yep. Adam Lalana. Oh! Yes. <laughs> I'm going through clubs in my mind now. Spurs haven't had an Adam. Arsenal haven't had an Adam. Manchester United haven't had an Adam. Man City haven't had an Adam. Chelsea haven't had an Adam. Newcastle. I can't lose this one. <laughs> I don't want to say a name that doesn't exist either. That's even worse. <laughs> this is genuinely embarrassing. More embarrassing than not knowing an answer. I'm going to say it. Go on. Brighton defender, Adam Webster. Yeah. Is he, he is an Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind's never registered in my head until now. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was Adam, yeah. He was, he was the guy I had lined up. Um, oh, that's, wow. I've got one in my mind that I don't know if it's real or not, but it's kind of my nuclear option. Has there been an Adam Smith? There has been, and he did start his career at Tottenham, played once in the Premier League. <laughs> Come on. For Tottenham. Bournemouth fullback, Adam Smith. Before moving on to Bournemouth. Oh, of course, that one, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got nothing. Um, no, nothing. I've got it. Okay, Dave, the three points are there for you if you can name another... Premier League Adam oh this is so hard uh, there are obvious ones is it, are the people listening now screaming at us it's just not a very footballery name it's annoying that all your brain goes is Adama Adama I've just got Charlie Adam in my head the one, one way it turns out he was. It turns out he was christened Adam Charles or something like that I just <laughs> went to switch it around yeah okay I'm just going to have a punt at like another common surname uh, I'm going to go <laughs> I'm going to go with Adam <laughs> Phillips <laughs> no way. I like the logic, but no, I can't find an Adam Phillips here on the spreadsheet. So ones you missed, Adam LaFondra, <sighs> Adam Federici, <sighs> Adam Forshaw. Those are probably the biggest names. So none are kind of... Okay, I'm not kicking myself with that one. Yeah, there, there is an Adam Phillips footballer who did play... Oh, wait a second. Oh, hang on a no, minute. He played, oh. he played for Burnley, but he never played in the Premier League. Oh. Burnley while they were there. God, how close Adam Phillips must have... There were probably times where Dyche thought, should I chuck Adam Phillips on? Nah, he's not quite ready. I think what that would have... Little did he know, the consequences of that decision would <laughs> Sliding echo. doors moment. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Which means, at the end, yeah, which means at the end of the round, Adam has two points and Dave has zero. Oh, God. Not covering us as in glory here. No, but hopefully the next round will you know, open up some opportunities for Dave because round two is football on TV and radio.
Adam, question one. We're all familiar with the Premiership, which ran between 2001 and 2004, the ITV highlights programme. What's less well remembered is during this period, ITV launched a rival for the BBC's final score. It was actually binned halfway through ITV's final season showing Premier League highlights once they found out they lost the rights. But anyway, what was the name of this programme? And I will give you some options. Around the grounds, back of the net, the goal rush, full time. The goal rush. The goal rush is correct. Thank God I had the options. I was going to go with on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) On the ball. I was going to put that as an option, but I think that was something else. That was an actual ITV, another ITV program. Yeah, so I thought it might be. And a deck. Well, they did a a song, didn't they? (laughs) They did a song, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm ahead. I got the point. That's the main thing. Yeah, just take the point. (laughs) Dave, who presented this programme? The options are Paul Dempsey, Angus Scott, Mark Pugach, or Matt Smith? I think it was a little bit too early for Matt Smith. I could be wrong, though. Um, I'm going to go Angus Scott. That is correct. Well done. Well done. We're at the halfway stage in the FA Barclay Card Premiership. The top four are all in action this afternoon. And by five o'clock tonight, we'll know for sure who's going to be top of the table on New Year's Day. He's on the board. He's on the board. (laughs) (laughs) God, Matt Smith, I I had his face in my head. I was like, he'll be the perfect other option for this question. I could not remember his name. It took me ages. Question two, Adam, for you this round. And this is a bit of uh, involvement from your contestant here. On April the 21st, 2013, David Walker tweeted, start quote, nothing like a bit of banner banter, end quote. Dear, oh dear comma, someone. Who is the someone here? Who is Dave talking about that said nothing like a bit of banner banter? I don't think I'd get this. So a pundit around 2013. I'll go for Robbie Savage. It's actually Manish Basin. I presume whilst watching some sort of championship. Watching the Football League highlights or something. Yeah. Okay, for you, Dave, your question to this round. Adam Hurry tweeted on December 17th, 2017. Some footballers are born with banter. Some achieve banter. And some have banter thrust upon them. XX somehow managed all three. Who is Adam talking about here? December 2017. Yeah, December the 17th, 2017. And it's talking about a banterous footballer. I presume in a post-match interview, unless he's like commenting on a tweet or something, maybe. Uh, Crouch retired by then. I think he had done, yeah. For some reason, I'm thinking he could be a goalkeeper. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Paddy Kenny. Afraid it was Ali McCoist. Oh! I was worried it was Crouchy, actually. So question three. This is radio, loosely radio. You may remember, and, and this is with the Euros coming up next year as well, slightly related to that. You may remember, ahead of the last Euros final when England played Italy, Stuart Pearce recorded this quite bizarre monologue set to the Nationals England where he listed off things he loves about oh. England. He actually listed 24 things <laughs> oh, no! after asking the question... What does England mean to me? Ah, oh, shit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list four things. One of these things he didn't say in that list. The bridges of Brunel, a Cornish pasty, <laughs> the Peak District, a Brummie. <laughs> Peak District and bridges of Brunel, definitely both in there. No question about it. So it comes down to Cornish pasty or a Brummie. And it's clearly a Brummie. It has to be. I'm afraid not. No! <laughs> a, br- a Brummie is in there. As as part where he says where he says uh, a brummy any brummy what if it's a bad brummy <laughs> he says it's a Bristolian a brummy a scouser oh. it's a Bristolian a brummy a scouser fuck it now 
should have seen it. So what was what was the answer? The Peak District. Oh! He does not mention the Peak District. Astonishing. Wow. I think he mentions the Lake District. Yeah, oh, more, more of a Lake District man, I would say, yeah. Should have, should have figured it out. Dave, your question, sticking with those 24 things, which of these... Does Percy not say? A warm pub, a Cornish pasty, Stonehenge, a good old-fashioned cup of tea. So one of those does not answer, help answer the question, what does England mean to me? I'm going to say warm pub is not in there. because it's all- That is correct. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he doesn't talk about a warm pub. He doesn't talk about beer. I guess the closest, I think he talks about, no, he talks about fish and chips. I'm not sure he says full English either. Yep, your former talk sport colleague, presumably Stuart Pearce. Yeah, not a drinker. Oh, so he did. So that knowledge did help him and it helps you, Dave, close the gap to 3-2. It's the Lake District. Okay, Adam, question four from this round. In September 2011, on what channel did Richard Keyes make his return to the TV screens after his sacking from Sky? The options are Eurosport, Be In Sports, Box Nation or Al Jazeera? Al Jazeera. I'm afraid it was Box Nation. He's back on our TVs with Box Nation. Richard Keyes, how are you, Richard? Uh, I've... Uh, good. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? <laughs> Fronting some boxing coverage, which uh, he was at pains to point out at the time uh, as part of his heritage. He did boxing as he was coming up as a cub reporter. Did you know this, Dave? I probably would have guessed that because I think it's like a nice, easy way to sort of slip back in. Al Jazeera was later, wasn't it? Leave sort of the football alone. So leave, you know, just do a little bit of boxing, get your hand, keep your hand in. Don't know my own name. Don't know Keezy. This is all. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, question, your question four from this round. Who described Andy Gray's sacking from Sky in 2011 as very sad and unfair? Your options are Peter Reed, Sam Allardyce, Alan Brazil, or Richard Keyes? <laughs> the great options. Reedy, Big Sam, <laughs> Big Al, or Keezy. Um, I do know that Alan Brazil said that if Sky sack Richard Keyes, after Andy Gray had been sacked, he said, if Sky sack Richard Keyes, I will resign on the spot and never post this radio show again, which he was obviously he was able to get out of because Keyes resigned. <laughs> but I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Alan Brazil because I think they would have been talking about it a lot on the on the radio. I'm afraid it wasn't Alan Brazil. It was Reedy. Uh, I would have gone for Big Sam. He was Reedy was the manager of uh, Plymouth at the time. It's coming up in a press conference. Love that. Presume not Gary Cotterill. Re- Reedy broke his silence on that one, um, which leaves a score at three two. As we go into the final question of this round, Adam, which of the following four commentators did not commentate on a Premier League game? in the weekend just gone for Premier League productions. So one of these did not. The options are Bill Leslie, Ian Crocker, Dan O'Hagan, or Jim Proudfoot. Bill Leslie. Bill Leslie did commentate on a game, I'm afraid. Dan O'Hagan did not. Damn it. Dave, which of the following four co-commentators did not do co-commentary on a Premier League game this weekend for Premier League productions? Matt Upson, Matt Holland, Stephen Warnock, or David Prutton? Prutton did because we heard it the other day. He was doing it for Optus, but I presume that's through the, that is through Premier League Productions feed. Holland is very much a PLP man, but he did do the, the East Anglian Derby on Sunday for Sky. So maybe he had a day off before that, but he's a sort of Saturday 3pm man. So who were the other two? Matt Upson and Stephen Warnock. I'm going to say that one of Matt Upson and Stephen Warnock would have been doing radio for Five Live. So I'm going to say that that would have been Stephen Warnock. Your final answer is Stephen Warnock. Yes. 
That is correct. Oh, yes! Shit. Stephen Warnock did not, despite being very Premier League productions, did not do a game for PLP. The weekend just gone, meaning at the end of round two, things are perfectly poised. Three apiece. Fair play. Good approach play from Walker on that logic. Very, very well built. That like You'd speed up his thought process and then show the last answer. <laughs> That was uh, that was very impressive. Round three is places round, football okay. places. Geography. In a way. What you have to do, and these are hard, these first, you, you've each got a hard one here. You have to guess the stadium from the Google review. <laughs> Adam, this is a combination actually of two reviews from Stephen Armstrong and Weary Felladunda. So this is the review. DJ slash playlist was excellent pre-match and at half time. Toilets were well maintained, staff helpful, well-behaved crowds, easy access, Small, but good. One of those gave four stars, one gave five stars. Small, Premier League, good music, clean, friendly staff. So it's a lovely little club. Suggests vitality. I'll go vitality, why not? It's the G-Tech, I'm afraid. It's so obviously the G-Tech, isn't it? Damn it. It This is is pathetic for me. Dave, the Your Review comes from Daniel Morgan. Stadium has little character. But the atmosphere is all right. Love the Kingfisher and Thatchers on tap in the concourse. One of the worst grounds I've visited in terms of traffic and getting in and out of the proximity. Three stars. Suggest a m- modern stadium, little character. Suggest it's sort of one of the newish ones that are out of town. Traffic is a nightmare, getting in and out. Kingfisher and Thatchers. Atmosphere was all right. What are the grounds with little character and bad traffic? <laughs> <laughs> And all right atmosphere. So I would go for St. Mary's, but I don't think it's... I don't think anyone would remark upon how good the atmosphere was there. Um, the King Power. It was St. Mary's, I'm afraid. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bear in mind, all, all Daniel Morgan actually said about the atmosphere was the atmosphere is all right. Uh, yeah, fair enough. And famously, we said that St. Mary's can't be rocking. Oof. I was going to go for the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in my head because um, I was convinced that I saw some sort of random choices on tap when I went, when I went there once. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. So still 3-3 three, three, as we go into question two of, uh, of this round. But this is fastest finger first and it's worth two points. Uh, so you say your name and then the answer. If you don't get it, then it's open to the other person and they can take as long as they want. Dave, you have to shout David because you've got two syllables then. What place is being described here? XX is a municipality in XX district in the canton of Vaud in Switzerland. It is located some 25 kilometers northeast of Geneva's city centre and since the 1970s has become part of the Geneva metropolitan area. It lies on the shores of Lake Geneva and is the seat of XX district. The town has, Adam. as of December 20... 20- yes. Neon. That is correct. Get in there! Two points oh, to Adam Love it. For Neon. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bit more fluff before it said. Actually, I was just getting onto it, and it's famous in the sporting world for being the headquarters of the Union of oh, European Football Association. Uh, I was it. thinking clubs. I was trying to think of clubs. But I yeah, was about yeah. to say St. Gallen. I thought, no, that's, why would that be it? Say, same again. Name the place, fastest finger first, worth two points. What place is being described here? Exec is a business estate and public country space Adam. located... Oh. It's Stockley Park. <laughs> it is yes! Stockley Park. Oh. Located about 50 miles from anywhere. <laughs> in August 2020, it was listed in the Register of Historic Parks and Gardens of Special Historic England. Interest nice in England. It's great too. It's a good place. Good weather spoons. Has any place got such a bad name? You know, I mean, a lot of empty buildings, but it is class. I like it there. It's not class. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> 
So Adam's on 7-3. So yeah, Adam pushed yeah. ahead there with those two, mm. two times two answers. Adam, Oldham Athletic in the Premier League for the first two seasons of its uh, existence. Play at which ground? Boundary Park. That's a bit bloody easy, isn't it? <laughs> I was expecting more layers to it, to be honest. <laughs> he ran out of steam on this one, didn't he? <laughs> Charlie, when's the quiz ready, mate? <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> I was knackered after Neon. <laughs> what was Bolton's ground before moving to the Reebok, Dave? Burnden Park. Yeah, nice easy ones for you there. Boost morale a little bit. <laughs> Keeping Adam on 8-4. Okay, sudden death here. Three points are at stake. So, Dave, you can really reduce the deficit. All I need you to do is name a Premier League training ground. And, Adam, we will start with you. Bodymore Heath. I knew always was going to be Bodymore Heath first. This is, this is superb. Bodymore Heath, yeah, that's fine. Finch Farm. <laughs> And you can see his lips coming together in a... Oh, it's fucking Finch Farm. Finch Farm? Yes. Cobham. Yep, Cobham's fine. Uh, Motspur Park, Fulham. Yep. There's one really gambly one, but it shares a name with somebody else's and I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm going to, I'm going to park that one. Hotspur Way. Hotspur Way, yeah. Ah, oh, thank God. I thought that was an approach road. <laughs> uh, is Manchester United's the Aeon Training Complex? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, yeah. I can't, I can't even think of Premier League teams. Rattles me so much, this stuff. Who are the big six? <laughs> <laughs> London Colney. I'm going to accept that. I mean, it's technically called the Arsenal Training Centre, but it's known as London yeah, Colney. Yeah, so yeah, I absolutely. think that's fine. Thank you, thank you. West Ham, their training ground is Chadwell Heath. That sounds like such a training ground. That is correct. It's just, I'm really racking my brain. I mean, I, I edit the Athletics Club writers on a daily basis and they all mention their fucking team's training ground <laughs> <laughs> every single time. I'm going to have a bit of a gamble because I think this is right, but oh, I don't know. Carrington. Because I think Man City now train at somewhere called Carrington. No, I can't accept Carrington. Man City train on the Etihad campus. That is correct. Fine, yes. fine. Who the fuck trains at Carrington? Did someone they trained used at Carrington? To. They trained no, at Carrington. They used to, and then they sold it to Berry. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah, so ben. annoying. Yeah. Um, is it back to me? No, no. I've won. I that's, fucked it. D- Dave's won. Ow! Oh. Three put That's huge. Three points for Dave. So it's 8-7 now oh. at the end of round three. It's, it's really beautifully poised. Really good sudden death question, by the way. Um, yeah, but I knew you'd go body more Heath, but I would have bet my life. <laughs> Great. It's a great name. It's just such a great name, yeah. What's Liverpool's then? What's their new one called? AXA. I think it's called the it's AXA, the AXA Complex. Oh, AXA yeah. A on, I got mixed up. Bollocks. Okay, round four is miscellaneous. So the first one is squad depth. And ahead of next summer's Euros, one from Euro 2012. Adam, you have Spain's victorious squad from Euro 2012. You have to guess how many you can get. If you get that number, you get those points. If you don't get that number, you get nothing. You just have to tell me how many players you think you can get from that victorious Spain squad. Five. Five? Okay. Be my guest. And I should say as well, if you get any wrong, then that's nothing as well. Cesc Fabregas. Yes. David Silva. Yes. David Villa. No. Oh! Oh, was he injured? He must have been injured. What is going on? We're not doing anything until we find out what happened to David Villa. Just play the play the hits, Adam. Come on. Via to miss Euro 2012. 
Where's your Javis and your Iniestas? That's a disgrace. Your PKs. I'm so annoyed. But this is what happens. We've had that this happened before. last time, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Was it you or Coxie? Coxie there was, had uh, it. Was it Coxie had it with Morientes? Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. I've done a Coxie. Spain and their injuries. Too like, many. Not too many good players, if anything. Yeah. Which means Dave has the chance to. Well, he could go way ahead. He's only trails by a point. And with the Euros being in Germany, this is one from the 2006 World Cup. Uh, the victorious Italy squad for you, Dave. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. You're going to go five as well? Okay. So I'm going to go Fabio Grosso. Yep. Marco Matarazzi. Yep. Uh, Buffon. Yep. Del Piero. Yep. And Francesco Totti. Yes. You take the five points. Okay. Which means you leapfrog, and from an 8-7 deficit... Can you leapfrog someone in a two-horse race? I think you can. I suppose yeah, well, you only need two people for a leapfrogging. <laughs> How many people you leapfrogging, mate? <laughs> but that's not what it means! <laughs> uh, which puts you 12-8 ahead. Oh, that's big. Plenty of time still to go. You know, we've still got the last round where it's double points uh, for each answer. Nice. Okay, Adam, can you name an Englishman besides Harry Kane who is playing in the Bundesliga... This season. Jamie Bino Gittins. <laughs> wow. There's your sub editor coming to the fore. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Just watch a bit of Bully on the side. Got a problem with that? <laughs> Whoa. Fair play. That is that is correct, yeah. It's Bino Gittins! How about that? For an impact substitution. Dave, can you name an Englishman playing in Ligue 1? Bloody hell. Kind of will still. Yes, I think I can. Well, is he still there though? That is that is the fucking question, isn't it? Is Joe Bryan still playing for Nice? Don't believe so, oh, I'm afraid. no, please, come on. Joe Bryan's back at Millwall. Oh, is it Millwall? <laughs> Fuck off, Joe Bryan. Fuck. What, what a career, career trajectory that is. There aren't many. A couple you might have heard, players you might have heard of. Ainsley Maitland-Niles um, is at Leon. Angel Gomez is at Lille. So Adam reduces the deficit to 12-9. Nice. Question three. Adam, which of these legends has never managed in the Indian Super League? Avram Grant, Owen Coyle, Steve Keane, or Rene Moulinstein? Avram Grant. Avram Grant has managed Ooh. in the Indian Super Ooh. League. Steve Keane. Oh, fucking Brunei. Has not. He's Brunei managed, yeah. legend Steve Keane. Managed. He's had an extraordinary <clears throat> career. He's currently in Georgia. having done, He's been in Melbourne, Crete... Brunei national team and a Brunei club, but never India. Dave, which of these legends has never played in the A-League? Callum McManaman, Jermaine Pennant, Charlie Austin, or Matt Derbyshire? I feel like Pennant, Austin, Derbyshire, I, th- I think it's McManaman hasn't. I'm afraid Callum McManaman has played oh. in the A-League. The answer is Jermaine Pennant. Pennant never played uh, there? No, he played in uh, India and Singapore. Oh, man. I mean, Charlie Austin oozes A-League. Yeah. Derbyshire scored a load of goals over there as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, so it stays 12-9 Dave. Okay. Oh, time running out. Time running out. Keys and Gray popping up again here. Adam, in a blog from September 2021 entitled Martin Atkinson, You Should Be Fired, Keezy ends the blog by saying, I promised my something-something ant a mention today. What is... That's something, something. Options coming up. A, his plumber. Okay. B, personal trainer. C, mate. D, nephew. <laughs> Not plumber. Not personal trainer. Mate's too obvious. Nephew. I'm afraid it was personal trainer. Oh, no. You should have been paying attention there, Adam, because Charlie said something, something. That, that would have been a big clue. But yeah. 
potential controversy. I thought it was going to be little mate. <laughs> little mate, yeah. Sad. Potential controversy though, Adam, only if you'd got it, I think. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's saying I gave you advantage. But Keezy, to be fair, he said, I know what you're thinking. Personal trainer, agreed. I'm a tad heavier than I once was, but I do try to get it off, I promise. Anyway, we discussed the blog on Mondays in the gym and his help is invaluable. Perhaps that's why the weight won't come off. Thanks, Ant. <laughs> Never read this one in my life. This is superb. Extraordinary. Wow. We discussed the blog on Mondays yeah. in the gym. I imagine what the personal trainer is thinking. And rolling his eyes. Dave, question four for you. In 2012, Andy Gray married for a third time to Rachel Lewis, the ex-wife of his friend of 30 years, Michael Lewis. Also Gray's agent, I believe. Anyway, this is according to a Mirror article reporting on the wedding. The Mirror article also lists uh, some footballing luminaries who were in attendance. But which of these four was not at the wedding? Graham Sharp, Alan Shearer, Howard Kendall, Kenny Daglish. One of those was not at the wedding. And um, um, what, what was the year that you got married? 2012. When in 2012? <laughs> well, some of them might not come out in the sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? That, an extraordinary question, but I, I do have to grant it. It was 13th of February, so the day before Valentine's Day, if that... Uh, Okay. Affects your thinking. I'm, I'm clutching at straws here. Fascinated to hear the logic here. <laughs> I think, well, Kenny, was Kenny Dalglish not manager of Liverpool at the time? So I think he had bigger things to worry about than going to Andy, Andy Gray's wedding. And therefore, I don't think Kenny Dalglish went to the Andy Gray's wedding. Kenny Dalglish, you're right, was the Liverpool manager at that time. This would have been shortly before he won the League Cup with them. Yeah. But he was there, <sighs> according to the Mirror article, as were Alan Shearer and Graham Sharp. Howard Kendall was not in attendance. Gray's former manager at Everton, of course. Uh, the article includes a tweet from Jane Inskip, who posted, knackered from coordinating Andy Gray's wedding yesterday. I believe she worked. She was the events manager for the venue. Uh, so it stays at 12.9. Final question of this round. Uh, three points at stake here. So Adam, you can level things up going into the last round. Okay, okay. And all neutrals listening will be hoping that happens because it would be thrilling. Uh, this is a penalty shootout style. So this isn't sudden death. It's for variance sake, it's first to five, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, like a penalty shootout. AFCON kicks off next month and will be hosted in the Ivory Coast. So in honour of the West African nation, I need you to name players from that country to have played in the Premier League. Adam, as ever, you will go first. Didier Drogba. Yes. And it's Didier Drogba! Colo Torre. Mm -hmm. Yaya Torre. Yes. Javinho. Yes. 2-2. Two, two. Manuel Abue. 3-2 to Adam. Solomon Kalou. 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Didier Zakora. Yep, that's 4-3 to Adam. Uh, Wilf Zaha. 4-4, four, four. so it's sudden death. Fuck. Abdullai Mate. Yes, of Bolton and West Brom. That is a great shout, 5-4. So if Dave misses this, Adam takes the three points. I'm 90% sure this guy played for Ivory Coast. Yaya Sinogo. Yaya Sinogo is French, I'm afraid. Oh, fuck. The Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Huge. Front man. I didn't have anyone else. Huge moment. Which means Adam takes the penalty shootout 5-4, takes the three points, and it is 12-12. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> didn't have to manufacture and, it. Fantastic news. And what's amazing as well, you can look through the Google Doc history. I didn't change how many points were at stake for that final penalty shootout just to make it 12-12. No, it was always that. three points at stake. That's the cool kid and, era of the football cliches quiz. We do things properly now. And so here we are. Round five. Cliches round. 
You know the drill. Yeah, yeah, so no, I'm I was born out. to Ivorian parents, though. So, yeah, just, like <laughs> so uh... You knew too much. Your knowledge of uh, his heritage has, has come back to bite you. Uh, so round five, cliches round, final round. There are two points at stake for each correct answer. I will read out a description. Again, you have to say your name. If you don't get it right, then the other person will have the chance. Uh, with as much time as they want, within reason, but they'll certainly get to hear the end of it. So yeah, two points at stake uh, for each of these. Okay, question one. Sorcery or black magic? Adam. Yes? The dark arts. That is correct. Adam leads 14-12. Question two. Big one next, come on. Characterised by refined taste, manners and good education used to describe football's equivalent of a southpaw. Uh, Dave, Dave, David. Yes? Cultured left foot. That is correct. Love that. 14 well apiece. Question three. A quantity of something that has been stolen or is possessed illegally. David. Yes? A quantity. Oh, fuck. Uh, plundered. Oh, mate, you can't do this. Plundered. No. Can I answer? Yes. Can you repeat the question? A quantity of something... That has been stolen or is possessed illegally. A hall. That is correct. Oh, get the fuck in. Yeah, no, I didn't think hall was criminal enough, but it is. That's good news. Hall is correct. Adam leads by two points. Two questions left, right? Two questions left. Oh. Yes, Adam, you will win it. You will win it if you get this correct. Question four. Ridiculously small or inadequate? David. Adam. I think that was me. I think it was me. I, I said it before you, I heard you. That's well, all I'm saying. Well, it's the same for me, so just down to Charlie. <laughs> so, fuck, I, ge- I, I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> um, I'll let Dave go first. I'll let Dave go first. In the, in, the, in the spirit of sportsmanship, he can answer first, and if he gets it wrong, then I'll have the, the path will be clear for me. Okay, diminutive. No. Ugh. Adam, this for the win. Paltry. Is it derisory? Derisory. Oh, no. <sighs> That's come up in the cliches quiz before. You know that, don't you? Anyway. I, has it actually? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 go, I got it wrong I either way, mate, so it doesn't really matter. Derisory in, in the, uh, the Google Doc of all quizzes, and it didn't come up. It's missing cliches quiz one, that's why. And that's where uh, it was. The, the only reason I remember it is because the dictionary definitions rang an immediate bell, so I should have got it. So, but it, but no, no, no uh, integrity lost there. We didn't get it, so it's all good. Fuck. Okay. Wow. So, David, you need this. David. <laughs> David. Uh, David, you need this to level it. If you don't get it, Adam wins. And Adam, obviously, if you get it, you win. I've got to win it. Got to seal it. Got to put the icing on the cake. Got to uh, put the umbrella in a cocktail. Okay. Question five. A reserve of funds using for fighting a conflict. That was 100% That was me. Adam. That was Adam. And the answer is war chest. That is correct. Whew. He's done it. Oh, I'm gutted about that. Jazz. Wow. I've said it before. It's like the decathlon when you've got your strongest event at the end. That was... That was... Oh, just... Half a second's pause. I've lost that on that. Same, same with me. I thought I, th- I basically my my math couldn't catch up with my brain. I thought if Dave gets there first, and he so nearly did, could have had to go to something. Oh, I, I, well, that was great. I mean, Dave yeah. had the lead, and then Adam hauled him back in. 
And then, yeah, as you said, you've got that strong event. You know you've got that strong event last. All credit to Dave. I thought he was very, very good. I I thought the pair of us were below par knowledge-wise. We could have done better. But Dave Dave plucked some absolute worldies out of there. And I really was concerned at one point. But delighted to to have defended my title in my quiz. That was uh, that was great. it was very close throughout. No one ever really could ever really pull ahead. Nip and tuck. Really good. Really enjoyed yeah. that. Fantastic quizzing, Charlie, as well. Thank you very much. Love, I've not, greatly enjoyed it. Yeah. Really look forward to the next one. I have to think about who your next challenger will be. The tenth edition. The cliches quiz. Maybe we'll have to like the twenty thirty World Cup. It has to go all the way back to its roots. Get K back. Ollie K. Dust off Ollie K. Let's do it. Let's dust him off. Let's <laughs> dust off Ollie K. I reckon that's that'd be a worthy competitor. For early 2024. Just, I'm delighted. Wouldn't have wanted to quiz with any anybody else. Dave, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, gutted about that last one. Because literally, as soon as you said, he started saying that one, I knew it was War Chest. And I just couldn't, uh, you just have this little moment where you go, oh, is it actually though? And that was the thing that cost me mm. that half seconds of, what if it's wrong? But there you go. Fears grow for the cliches round, actually, because there are no cliches left. There's nothing <laughs> left. We're running out. Yeah, we really are. I'm annoyed are. about that derisory. I'm glad it. I'm glad it didn't matter. It's all right. It's fine. Thank you, guys. But when are we back? We're not back till we're back on January the fourth. January the fourth uh, with an adjudication panel um, to soak up all the Christmas goodness and regurgitate it back out onto the listeners. But yeah, so brilliant. Fantastic. Well, thank you all very much, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Champion, <laughs> Thanks, everybody. 